0: Joining us now with the IRS is our good friend Michael Devine. And, Michael, how are you?
1: I'm very good. Thank you for, so much for having me back on.
0: Let's talk about the filing season. How's it going? Uh,
1: for, from our, my standpoint, it's going really well. Uh, as of the 17th of February, we've received uh, almost 37 million returns, which is a little above last year. Uh, we've been issuing uh, refunds. A uh, little, little above what we did last year, like about 25% bigger, about 27 million, almost 28 million uh, refunds have gone out the door, and that's $87 billion that people have back in their pockets. And uh, most of those, almost uh, 90%, have been filed electronically, which is uh, the fastest way to get your return processed and get that refund is using uh, e-file and direct deposit. So and about 95% of all of those refunds were, in fact, Direct deposit right back into the bank account, so uh, it's the best way to do your return.
0: And uh, the numbers uh, so far of people filing have been pretty strong.
1: They have been. uh, We're we're looking good. Uh, We tell people, you know, take your time, uh, make sure you've got all the documents that you need to do your uh, accurate return, and then uh, go ahead and you know get it done. Uh, And even if you owe money and you know you're not going to get a refund, you have to pay, you can still uh, do your return now and then schedule any balance due to be paid uh, on the filing deadline in April. Uh, That way you get it done. You don't worry about it because every year we hear about people who say, okay, well, I owe. So rather than e-file, I'm going to do it on my computer, but I'm going to print it out, I'm going to write a check, put it in an envelope, and then they forget to mail it. Uh, And if it comes in after the deadline, then it's uh, a late return, and there are penalties and interest on any balance due. Mm.
0: Now, of course, uh, people associate the filing deadline with April 15th. I think we talked about this last month, but again, people need to know that April 15th is not the deadline this year.
1: No, it's not. It's Tuesday, April 18th, and that's because of a holiday in Washington, D.C. It's called Emancipation Day, and that is uh, on the 16th of April. That's a Sunday. Uh, The IRS can't collect taxes on weekends. The 15th is Saturday, The 16th is Sunday, and so Emancipation Day is celebrated on Monday the 17th. And because it's a holiday in Washington, D.C., it has the same effect as a real federal holiday would on collecting taxes, and that's why the deadline is a little longer, three extra days. So uh, take your time. You've got more time to file this year, but it's really no reason to wait if you've got all the documents that you need.
0: And of course, uh, if you don't have the tax records that you need, what is something you sh- you can do to make sure you get them?
1: Well, first thing you need to do is uh, look at last year's tax return. Uh, unless your situation has changed a lot, you should be looking for the same w twos and ten ninety nines that you got last year. Uh, when they come in, t- don't just toss them in, a, in an envelope and mark taxes. Uh, look at them. make sure they are correct uh, because if they're not correct, you need to go back to whoever sent it to you, your employer or the financial institution, and say, This isn't right. It doesn't match what my, my pay stub says. Uh, so, you know, give me a new one. Uh, if you don't get a document that is correct, uh, then you can, you know, call the IRS explain the situation. Our, our phone number hasn't changed in decades. It's 800 829 1040. And you provide the information to us. And if you if, if it's wrong or if you don't get a form, you may be able to use a substitute form for W-2s or 1099s. And this way you can file an accurate return, and you can yeah, you probably do it electronically, uh, but the key is to make sure that you have all the information you need to do your return correctly the first time so you don't get a letter in the mail from the IRS and then maybe even have to file an amended return later in the summer.
0: Good to know. Now, uh, the uh, who must and should file is a question we get every year because there are people who maybe make very little money or maybe they're only making money from Social Security and they have questions about their taxes.
1: Right. Uh, that, that's a great question, and we really want people to know that there, not everybody has to file. If you're single and under 65, unless you made more than $12,950, you You don't have to file a tax return. If you're married, filing jointly and you're both over sixty five, then that number goes all the way up to twenty eight thousand seven hundred. But just because you don't have to file doesn't mean you shouldn't file. and you should file a return even if you don't have to legally, uh, if you had taxes withheld. Uh, if you're eligible for uh, a credit, that would get you a refund because the only way to get a refund is by filing that tax return um, you know there's a penalty if it's late but there's no penalties uh, if you you know haven't filed for last year even and you do a refund but the only way to get that refund is to actually file that tax return
0: and that's a, again a question that comes up every year is who who needs to and who doesn't need to and really your best bet is to always do it if you ha- if you can
1: always better to file the return, uh, you know, if you're not sure. Uh, you may, down the road, you may need to uh, maybe, you know, get some kind of a mortgage uh, or some uh, something financial where you need to have all of your tax records. Uh, and getting a transcript that shows there are holes, uh, you know, creates a problem. And if you didn't file last year and you're going to get a refund this year, well, the IRS is going to want you to file last year's return so that we can make sure that you you know, didn't owe money, because if you do owe the IRS or some other agencies money, you know, your refund could be taken and used to pay those bills. So it's always best to be current on your taxes, both federal and state, so that, you know, you you just uh, avoid any kind of issues with not having all the documents up to date.
0: Now, uh, one question that uh, I'm sure you're getting recently is, why are refunds smaller this year than last year?
1: Well, that That's a great question. And it has to do with things have gone back to what they were pre-COVID, you know, back to 2019 levels. Uh, during COVID in 20 and 21, uh, some of the credits like the child tax credit and the child independent care credit went way up. Uh, for example, the child tax credit for 2021 was $3,600 per dependent. This year... It's gone back to $2,000 for children 17 and under. Uh, The child-independent care credit uh, for 2022 is only $2,100. Last year, that could have been as much as Mm. $8,000. EITC has gone up a little bit uh, for everybody except those uh, people that don't have children but qualify for EITC. Last year, they could have gotten over $1,500. This year, it's back to $560. So um, the the numbers are down. The refund numbers are down simply because most of the credits that were larger last year have reverted back to their original uh, pre-COVID levels. Uh, and if you have any questions, you can certainly talk to your tax professional. Go to irs.gov. And one other little thing, uh, it has to do with above-the-line donations.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, for the last couple of years, you could take up to $300 for your single and $600 deduction uh, for charitable contributions. And now, in order to claim a uh, deduction for charitable contributions, you have to itemize. So lots of things changed. We're back to basically where we were in 2019.
0: Now, uh, people have had uh, been asking some questions here locally about uh, a couple of people wanted me to put this to you because they listen so much and they trust you. Uh, they, they, they're wondering why a, if, if there's a specific reason why uh, a delay, a, a, a return might be delayed for over a year. Like uh, if you've got a return you were expecting in 2021 and it still hasn't arrived today. Is there what should you do and what might be a reasoning for such a delay?
1: uh the IRS has gotten through all of that backlog mm-hmm. all of the returns you know from from last year and, and and before that have been processed and so if you haven't gotten a refund that you were, you think you would do it's probably because there was a problem with that return you know did we actually get the return uh and if we've processed it there's a there's a problem with it Did you get a letter in the mail that you haven't opened and responded to? Mm. Uh, The best thing to do in in this case is, uh, if you're not sure, call the IRS. Uh, You can get a transcript of your account. Uh, You can do that on irs.gov. But if you've been waiting a long time, then you need to, you know, find out why. And that would be, you know, contact the IRS and say, this is what I've, you know, this is what I did. This is when I sent it. I've got my copy. And, you know, why haven't I gotten the refund I thought I was due? And the people on the phone, you know, will be able to answer that question for you, or you could always make an appointment and go into your closest uh, IRS taxpayer assistance center.
0: Of course, uh, for, for people who have uh, filed for this year and are expecting return this year, you can track that by with the, where's my refund?
1: Yeah, that's, that's one of our favorite uh, apps uh, that we have on irs.gov. And, uh, for most people that file electronically and there's no problems, uh, that refund will be in your bank account in 21 days or less if you use a direct deposit. But you can track that. Uh, filing electronically also gives you peace of mind that the IRS has received and accepted your return, which means that nobody filed ahead of you. Nobody stole your information and filed a fraudulent return before you did. So using Where's My Refund, Uh, You can check to make sure that we got your return. It is being processed. Uh, You need to know your social security number, the one that's on the top of the return, if it's a joint return, the uh, filing status, whether you're single, married, or head of household, and then the exact dollar amount. Uh, You can do that online or by phone at 800-829-1954. And you can call and find out, or you can go online and find out. And if, if it doesn't make sense, that's when you need to call our toll-free number and ask someone. Or if it's been more than 21 days or more than six weeks, if you filed by paper, you need to, you know, contact the IRS and say, you know, here's what, here's what I have found. Tell me what's going on.
0: Hmm. Of course, uh, a, good, good, a good development that has helped with uh, avoiding scams and keeping people's information safe is the uh, IP pin that, at uh, tax at uh, IRS.gov.
1: The IP pin, for the people that don't know, is a uh, a program the IRS created several years ago uh, when identity theft was, you know, really, really prevalent. And so what we did is we created a way that you can voluntarily sign up to get uh, an identity protection personal identification number. And this is something that you get a new six-digit number every year. You get it by mail. Uh, and then without that IP pin, your tax return will not be processed. It will be held, and a letter will go out in the mail to the address on that return. So if you've got your IP pin and you put it on your return, uh, then it'll go right through. But if a criminal gets it, then that uh, IP pin number will stop that fraudulent return dead in its tracks, and it cannot be processed without that number. So if you've been the victim of identity theft or if you're just worried about, you know, having your identity stolen and someone filing fraudulent tax returns using your information, then you might want to go ahead and, and sign up for an IP 10 number. Uh, that way you know that nobody else is going to be able to process your return, or excuse me, mean nobody else will file a return that will be processed without that that special number. And I mean, we're so picky about it. It's between you and the IRS. So if you use a tax professional, uh, when it gets time to file the return and you need that IP pin number, just ask them to step away from the computer so they can't see you type that number in. You know, that's just between you and the IRS, and you will get a new one every year through the mail.
0: All right, Michael, we are out of time, but uh, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate it.
1: Well, thank you for having me. Look forward to next time.